We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. Only duck hunting fanatics know what it feels like to see a brightly colored Drake Mallard cup its wings and soar towards your decoys. It's what we do and it's what we love. Duck hunting fanatics with boots on the ground, eyes in the skies reports. And we get it from professional duck guides all across the country. We interview them for their top tips and tricks from their years of experience from the duck hunting blind. This is Duck Hunting Fanatics, and this is Eric Wilkes. Thanks for joining us today. Just a quick question. What's the single most important factor to a successful hunt, in your opinion? In our area, decoys and location. Decoys and location. There there you go. Well, welcome, everybody. The, the second, the, go ahead. Go ahead. The second most important thing in our location is don't bring a duck call. <laughs> there you go. You know, and, and you know, You'd be surprised. Uh, sometimes being quiet is better and in, in, uh, not intimidating the ducks as they're trying to fly in. Yeah, we we have a different situation here than they do in land and the flooded timber and the fields and stuff like that. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I, I definitely I want to I want to hear more hear more about that. Uh, you know, welcome everybody. Eric Wilkes here with Duck Hunting Fanatics, and on the line with me I have Captain Pete from DuckGuide.com, and he is located out in Virginia near the near the Maryland line. Uh, Pete, I want to take a second and thank you for joining us today. So let's talk about okay. that. For, let's talk about that for just a second, Pete. Uh, uh, you know, you said the number two thing is don't bring a duck call. Duck calls don't work here. People take that as a challenge, and they're welcome to bring them, but they don't work here. The uh, duck calls work great for mallards. They work great for flooded timber. It's everything you can do to see birds coming at you from 360 degrees and and uh, figure out what kind of bird it is. And by the time you get the call in your mouth, it's either made a decision to land or go. Got it. Yeah, so you're hunting some very open open areas. We hunt all salt water. Uh, we're hunting open marsh or open water. And uh, most all birds do talk, but it, it's just not a thing here. Uh, our big duck is black ducks. And if you want to know how to call a black duck, you need to listen to them. And they don't say a thing all day. Gotcha. So, uh, Great yeah. advice. Lo- locations and decoys do it. 
there you go. Right on, man. Well, yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing that. Uh, and I know you're you're in your split right now. You guys have a split season out in Virginia where you're at. Uh, what do you see from a migration standpoint the first part of the season? Uh, well, we're still out every day doing blinds. We've got over 100 blinds. We're out every day. We see them every day. We have, I don't want to exaggerate things, but we have an awful lot of birds here. Um, a lot of daubers, a lot of black ducks. Uh, the only thing that we're missing, and it's the second year we've been missing, are snow geese. I have no idea where they went, but they're not here, and we're listed as the, the wintering grounds for the greater snow goose, and they've changed their mind. That's the only thing that we're missing. Okay. With that in mind, I mean, what would be your top tip for all the weekend warriors fighting for a, a spot in those public areas like that? Well, we have an awful lot of public ground here, uh, but and it's all open to hunting. And our and the the two counties on the shore where we are, when you read Virginia duck hunting uh, blind laws, uh, these two counties are exempt. We have no blind laws here. So if you get on open, you know, uh, public ground, you're you're good to go. Uh, there's a three-foot to four-foot rise and fall of tide. Um, we get some real serious weather. Um, there's there's a lot of things to look out for. It's not like hunting in a pond. Right, right. What would you what would you say is the best public area uh, for those weekend warriors? What would you say would be the best spot? You know, which which area would you point people to in your neck of the woods? Well, when you're hunting the salt water along the, the coast here, you're you're pretty much going to need a boat or you're going to need an awful good dog. Uh, legally, you must have a means to recover your bird. Uh, if you go, uh, if you Google some of the sites, there are some state and national wildlife uh, management areas uh, close to us here, Saxis, S-A-X-I-S. Uh, good diver, sea duck hunting, not so much on puddle ducks. Um, if you go over on the Atlantic side, um, the, the well, the Shinkatake National Wildlife Refuge has some offerings on the north end of it. You can go on there, and there you're a little bit better into puddle ducks. There's a lot of brant, a lot of divers, a lot of sea ducks, good variety of birds. We've had a group that came for three days and killed 18 different species of birds. And I don't think that happens a lot of places. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. That definitely doesn't happen a, a lot of places. That That's really neat. Now, you know, you know, Pete, I, I know most guys uh, would say a good duck call, or in your case, a good decoy is the number one tool you can't leave the house and head to the blind without. Uh, but in your opinion, what's the number two piece of gear that you need? Uh, and, you know, to tell us why you feel like that's the, the second most important tool that you need. In our area, in our area, you, you, you need knowledge. This, this is not like anything there is inland, which most people are used to hunting, whether it be ponds, lakes, rivers, or whatever. The, the, it's relevant relatively consistent depths of water and things like that. This is not. Uh, like I said, there's a three-foot rise and fall of tide normally 
on a full moon, it gets considerably greater than that. You could run your boat in with, uh, without coming in there anywhere near touching bottom and uh, you walk back to your boat, and it's going to be ashore for six hours. Uh, you need to have knowledge, local knowledge of the area that's terribly important along the coast. Mm-hmm. What's your and, favorite? Uh, other than that, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what's your what's your favorite duck species? You know, I know there's not a lot of places that you get to harvest, you know, 18 species in a in, in a in a few days of hunting. But what's your favorite species that you've either harvested or would like to? Well, the Sea ducks are, are one of the most fun ducks to hunt there, there are. They're, they're terribly fast. They're hard to, hard to kill. And regardless of what people say, they're very good to eat. Um, the hardest waterfowl to hunt there is is snow geese. That's why there's so many of them. Uh, but there's a lot of fun. You can work them for 10, 15 minutes or more. Uh, sea ducks come in and go in a, in a, in a flash. And our big duck is black ducks on the on the coast, and they're the smartest duck to hunt there is. So uh, if you want a challenge, there's there's a lot of challenges here. Buffalo head are are endless. It looks like the whole bay moves with them. Uh, people think they're easy. They're they're not so easy to hit. Um, but there's a lot of birds here. There are a lot of birds, a lot of action on the first part of the season. Most people limited out most days. And many of them limited out, limited out by nine o'clock. That's on their regular duck limit. Then you still have brant when they're open and you have different geese and you have sea ducks and regandrews and all that mess. We have over a 20 limit, uh, on birds. That's awesome. You know, and so for those of you that are listening, you know, if, if you want to book a hunt out on the East Coast and do something a little bit different than what you're probably used to, you know, definitely give Captain Pete a, a call or go out and visit him on the web. Captain Pete, tell, tell everybody how they get a hold of you. Um, Pete at duckguide.com or just go on duckguide.com. It gives you my phone number. And as we discussed, I'm kind of hard to get a hold of by phone. I'm either on the water or sleeping. Um, but uh, duckguide.com, if you go on there, it'll give you a bunch of information and tell you what we do and how we do it. There you go. You have it right there from Captain Pete out in Virginia. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of Knee Deep in the Duck Blind. We certainly do appreciate you listening in. And, and again, go out and visit duckguide.com and uh, get out to Virginia and visit Captain Pete. So thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you on the next episode. Okay. You've been listening to Duck Hunting Fanatics. Boots on the ground, eyes in the sky, migration report. On each show, we go knee deep in the duck blind, and we talk to professional duck guides from all over the country. We interview them and get their top tips and tricks from their years of experience. We talk about everything duck hunting, applications for hunting over small spreads, hunting with decoys, the top five UTV accessories, shotgun accessories, duck decoys, anything and everything gear and apparel. To contact us when we're not doing a show, go to the website at duckhuntingfanatics.com. Find us on Facebook and YouTube at Duck Hunting Fanatics. We'll see you next time.